energy, 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 energy. Okay. <laughs> um, hello, Southern Africa, and welcome to the ninth episode of Bantu Born Western Rays. This is like an episode like no other for me. I am super, super excited. Um, so my name is Lynn, and as always, I am not alone. Hey, Masuzio. Hey, how are you doing, Lynn? I'm great. I'm just... I'm just I'm just dope today. I'm just so happy because of my guest. Like he's been such he's been like a long time friend of mine and I'm so excited that he's on the show today. Hi Tava. Hi Lynn. Hi Musuzio. <laughs> How are you doing, Tava? <laughs> I'm, I'm so I'm super excited. I'm great. So glad that you can hop on this um, podcast with us. We've been planning this for weeks. Me and Pablo have kind of been talking back and forth about this. Um, but before we hop onto the the, the the episode title and the segment, Pablo, I'll go like introduce yourself, man. Like vibe your tribe a little bit. Tell us about yourself, who you are, like I, what what's your linkage to Southern Africa? Like uh, Lynn has already said, my name is Pablo. Um, I'm from. Uh, small tribe i don't want to call it a small tribe but it's actually a small tribe called the batoko tribe right uh-huh. and uh it uh actually stems from the um sototswana tribe i don't know if you guys have already um broken down this uh bantu migration down south lyrical about it but um actually the batoko tribe actually stems from the sototswana clan which actually migrated um down south okay so great thanks for that um uh-huh. so yeah we, we've had a lot of batana on this uh, podcast but obviously me and Masuji spend so much time in batana so a lot of our guests are kind of reflective of where we've been and where we're from so we're so uh-huh. thankful that you could like hop onto this podcast with us and the number one reason that i wanted to have hobo on this podcast is because literally this is someone that i have grown up with like i knew him since he well he used to stalk me back in the hood when we were kids but then you know i saw him go from (laughs) yes really (laughs) i saw him go from like teenager to man and i see him on his hustle i see him on his grind so best believe this episode is dedicated to just talking about the come up you know we're talking about the hustle we're talking about the grind we're talking about nine to five the side hustle making it work and bringing home the bacon so my first question for you, Tobo, what, what did you want to be when you grew up? Um, I wanted to be many things, actually. Um, uh, yeah. Why, why do you sound surprised, Lynn? Actually, <laughs> the thing is, I'm not surprised because I know you so... Like, I, I'm actually not surprised. You've always been like a Jack of all trades type of guy, I feel. Hey, I've always been a weird guy. <laughs> that that so, sums it up, actually. <laughs> um, there's actually one thing that I've always wanted to be growing up, and uh, that is um, becoming my own, you know, my own employer. Damn. So, so you've been wanting to boss up like since you were a kid. You never saw yourself actually working for anybody else. Listen, I used to sell you sweets. What, what are you saying? What are you saying? Signs. <laughs> well, actually, they were always there, weren't they? You always had like a, I don't know, you were always quick with it. You were always like out there and pushing yourself. So let me ask oh. you a question. So with what you wanted to be when you were younger and where you are now, have you made it? Like, is this is this the life you envisioned for yourselves? Like, is this, like, where are you now in life? I could say, I, I will say I haven't made it yet, but I'm still on the come up. I'm still on the come up, you know. Um, I'm still, I'm still young. To uh-huh. say, um, I've actually uh, reached the point where I'd say comfortable with um, the types of businesses that I've started so far. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so so, so about a- there's still a, a lot more that um, I have to offer before actually you can ask me that question and I can answer it 
Unfortunately, uh, <laughs> so the thing is, like, as I mean, at what point do you actually say that you've made it in life? That's the, I feel like that's a very difficult thing for one person to say. Like, oh, um, there's always that next level that you want to reach. There's always that next thing that there's that, always that next point that you want to reach. Of course, I mean, some people they may say that no, you've reached the pinnacle. But I mean, I'm pretty sure if you if you if you ask people like maybe Bill Gates or like Jeff Bezos, they'll be like, no, but there's still uh-huh. that one other thing that I need to get, right? So like, life is a perpetual. Uh-huh. There's a perpetual need to reach to the next level and the next level and the next level. And once you start deciding that, you know what, I've, I've, I've peaked, I've plateaued, that's when you stop living. So for me, I've always seen that this is, it's always a progression from one stage to another. So I wouldn't say like I have reached, uh, I've reached my, my end point, but I'm on my way there. So Tavo, um, I want you to like, tell us about your like your entrepreneurial journey like i want you to tell us like the inspiration behind it i want you to tell us like why do you now wear the title of entrepreneurship or how do you wear it um i'd say this story uh began when i was young i had the privilege of um both worlds, I'd, I'd say. Um, my dad was um, an entrepreneur. My grandfather was an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, my mom actually, um, my mom is a scholar and mm-hmm. she, she went the, the, the academic route, the nine to five route. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Growing up, I think um, I, w- I was blessed um, to get an angle of the best of both worlds. Yeah. So um, yeah. my entrepreneurial journey began when I think I was 11 years old. Right? <laughs> okay. And... Um, we, we, we used to have a tuck shop at home and every day after I knock off from school, I'd be the one to mend the tuck shop and release the lady who was working there from morning until afternoon. So that's where I actually fell in love with the exchange of goods and services for for the money. Um, fast forward uh, to high school. Uh, I was your lollipop guy, your candy guy. <laughs> I actually, I actually, I actually used to 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 be in partnership with uh, a close friend of yours, Lynn Moses. Uh-huh. The candy van. Uh-huh. Do, do you know <laughs> where you got That's why they called him the candy van. That's why, that's why they called him the candy man. Yeah, exactly. Um, wow. we, had such a, we had such a monopoly in, in, in high school that um, we would just um, reduce prices um, to, to very, very low. We'd, we'd sell a lollipop for like... Uh, 50 tab or a 25 tab when when we saw uh, uh, a new competitor coming into to 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 the area you know mm-hmm. we we had that kind of monopoly um and um you know that that it it, it escalated uh, more and more until now you know um, yeah doing yeah. a bit of that a bit of this and that you know Okay, so Tabo, um, today, how many questions? How many? Um, sorry, how many businesses do you think you started at this point? Um, 
I've ventured into a couple of businesses to date. Okay. I'd say which have uh, which I can say have uh, made uh, uh, made an impact on on the lives of uh, other people. I'd say four businesses. Oh wow, that's amazing! Actually, didn't know that. Yes, yes. Um, I don't speak. You, you know me, Len. I don't speak a lot about about myself. Uh huh. Okay. So then, so so then, what is? So obviously, you have all these different kind of business ideas. So at what point do you actually commit to an idea? When does the when does an idea become worthy enough for you to actually invest in to it? One thing I like about ideas is that um, it, it is actually seeing it come to life, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I, I don't know. Have you have you started anything yet, Lynn? No, of course not. <laughs> Why are you putting me on the um, spot? I, I want to relate it to to. Who, I, I wanted to see if you can relate to this. Um, Lynn, you used to be uh, a, a maths geek at one point. Um, wow. Do you know the feeling you get when you you solved a very hard maths question? Oh my goodness, yes. Yes. I know, you know that, that feeling, feeling very well. That's the, that's the same feeling you get when an idea comes to life when you thought about something seeing a business um that is actually running coming to life that the, f- the feeling is 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 actually uh, amazing so i actually fall in love with the feeling of seeing um an idea come to life so uh, if I, I do not have a passion in that certain area, I feel that's when I would I, I, I lose I lose the what's the word I'm looking for? The drive for the, it. The, the drive. Yes, exactly. The drive. The drive for it. Um, I know a lot of people who are ju- who just venture into businesses because so and so is doing it uh, because that person did this um i'm not that kind of guy okay so okay um i'd, I'd like how about, i'll just like to like talk about in general like because like you guys you already spoke about um that your parent you you had you came from a two 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 types of uh you came from a household where you had two types of parents whereby you have nine to five you have that entrepreneurship um, you had all these basic ideas go- going around you when you were still young, and so. But the question is, like, you don't really find like a lot of uh, youth uh, are hundred percent committed to the idea of um, going into business for themselves. Like in the same way, I just asked Lynn, and she's like, I have never ever tried to ever start a business on my own. The concept and the idea yeah. of starting a business tends to be, have this uh, feel of like this uh, super, very uh, hard thing to do, and so like we just want to ask you like okay fine, from 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 growing up and seeing it, I mean what what do you think that you had, uh, what, what do you think that you had in comparison to maybe your peers that were like that 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 that, that made you push for that entrepreneurship life. And do you think that there could be something that could be done so that you could get more people more interested in entrepreneurship, especially in the fact that, um, as we already know, if you're pay- if you're being paid nine to five, you're basically in business for one per. You're, you're, you only have one customer, and in that sense, the customer just takes your prices. But if you're in business for yourself, or you're, you're a consumer, you're, I mean, if you're in business for yourself, you 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 can dictate your own prices and then get more money at the end of it. So. Um, the ninety-five versus entrepreneurship. What exactly can we do to encourage people to go into that uh, entrepreneurship phase? Um, good, good. Those are a couple of good questions, Masuzio. Um, I begin by saying 
Um, the benefits I had of um, having the best of both worlds, I'd say, is um, I got to see how my my dad actually earned money mm-hmm. by not going to work, but by having um, assets and organizations that actually brought money um, to him. Yeah. As opposed yeah. to my mom, um, she actually didn't work a nine to five. She worked uh, at nine to nine. We barely saw my mom, but yeah, um, I, I saw that um, the, the, this other life actually isn't um, I'd be interested in. Yeah. So then, how, how how do we get to the point where we can encourage people to move? Like to to take the risks and to, you know, push their own hustle and, you know, all of that. How do you get to that point? I'd I'd say this at at a certain point. Um, I study I study accounting, right? Mm-hmm. I'm still. Uh, I am an accountant, but um, furthering my qualifications. At one point, right? For me to graduate as a, um, a certified chartered accountant, I need to have worked um, a certain number of uh, hours under a, a qualified chartered accountant, right? Yeah. The issue there was that um, I wasn't interested really in working corporate. So I decided to look for a small organization where um, I can really bring value, right? So um, this is where, where now I bring in the issue of um, employment and entrepreneurship. So I, I actually go to this organization for, um, we call it an attachment. Yeah. And then, and then I work. They actually end up hiring me um, here, and then uh, mm-hmm. as as I I was employed by 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 these guys, um, something actually sparked in my mind that um, actually. I can start my own accounting firm and actually offer these services to 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 these guys because these guys um, believe it or not they they they, they don't want to lose me you know mm. um, so, uh, so so wait so basically what you what you're saying what you're saying is that you got there. You proved your worth, you showed your worth, and they wanted to retain you. You impressed them, you worked your butt off, and then they wanted to retain you. And then you thought, hey, wait a minute, I can flip this and make myself some money. Exactly. That's so dope. So, mm. hey, so what I'm basically saying is most of, um, most of us young people see ourselves only as uh, employees, right? But mm-hmm. yeah. um, if you think outside the box, that can actually uh, it it can actually make and generate extra income for you. Like um, I'd say right now, because they they actually became my first clients, mm-hmm. right? And then from mm-hmm. there, I actually hired other people because. I noticed something when I was employed here because um, if you if you work at a certain organization, right, for uh, let me say a year, you you get to know the structure. advantages and disadvantages, the structure basically of the the the, the organization, the type of industry that uh, that you're in, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I worked. I worked in a school, and that's exactly what I figured, figured out. Uh, I, was, I was gonna ask based on like on that, like um, fair enough. Uh, being an employer, I mean, I, I would I would I would be amiss to 
for us to have this conversation and not talk about some of the downsides because like i'm assuming the basically what what you the the thing that you just set up was uh basically a contractor relationship between you and your previous company right okay yeah so in that situation in comparison with being a full-time employee uh, being a contractor, you also end up not having certain benefits of full-time employment. Um, I know, like people, people, some people will be out here. They'll be asking, okay, fine. How about um, uh, in terms of things again, like making sure that I end up getting a pension or making sure I get uh, maybe medical aid from the business and stuff like that. All these other extras that come with full-time employment that they give you in a contract. Um, as a contractor, you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not given all that. Basically, what ends up happening is that you. You're on your own. You pay your own taxes. You're your 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 own separate thing. So, which means that you again also now be liable for all these other things that typically an employee doesn't have to worry about. That is that is very true, Masuzio. But um, there's a saying that goes: when you pray for rain, be willing and able to deal with the mud. I think that's the mud that comes with with the rain. But um, the 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 issue is. Um, for me, I think it was all about um, independency and not having someone dictate uh, my working hours or my 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 my, my, my schedule for, for 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 instance. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I think that's an that's a, yeah that is definitely an amazing thing because like i mean even i feel like 100 percent by the time by the time i'm done here i mean i'm just trying to get this uh degree and then uh i'll ship out i'll work for a little bit but afterwards even i think of, I'm, I'm, i think of myself as starting my own business because at the end of the day uh when you're working for one person it's more it's you you you, you don't have that those kinds of freedoms because I would really love to have a three day a week, three 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 day week rather than <laughs> rather than having to work uh, five days a week because I hate coming to, to to work all the time. So <laughs> I think that's yeah, one huge. We all advantage. do. Yeah. It, it, it's actually that that is actually a, a facade, Masuzio, because it's not three days a week. It's um, eight days a week that you're working. <laughs> That's true, actually. So I guess I guess when something is yours, when it's your baby and you're passionate about it, obviously you're gonna like put in the work and put kill yourself work. for it. Exactly. Yeah. So so wait. So Tawa, let me ask you a question. In on this whole like entrepreneurship journey of yours, what has been like the best moment and like the worst, like your gutter moment, like the pit? Give them to me. The best moment for me, I'd say. Um, I already, I already alluded to this um, by saying it's seeing an idea come to life. I think mm-hmm. that's the best for me. The worst for me would be thinking about something and not taking action, and then seeing it, uh, seeing someone else um, do it very well or do it the, the, the way i thought that i'd do it um that that really that really hurts me a lot mm, i feel that i feel that so then so then in your journey what would you say have been like a few of your mistakes like the things that you've done that you you realize afterwards oh no i should have been smarter i shouldn't have signed the contract or maybe i should have protected myself or i should have done things differently like what are some of the mistakes for you that you've encountered one would be um personnel the people Mm -hmm. you you bring on board you know um a lot of people Many of us are just looking for that nine to five just so we can be able to uh, meet our our financial needs at the end of the the, the month, but we're not really there for the company or the organization. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, so now for me would be one. Um, and um, fear, I guess, would be the major one. Uh, one thing I used to struggle with uh, before venturing into something was uh, 
was fear. Uh-huh. I'd, I'd overthink a lot of things like um, the barriers to entry to to to, to this industry. Uh, yet your your if if this particular thing is capital intensive, um, and then you'd regret once you've started because you've taken so long worrying about how much this would cost and so on. I get that. So so obviously, like in the way that you started, obviously you had some kind of, I don't know, obviously things happened, like you said, mistakes happen, um, you overthink things and whatnot, but you obviously came into this with some expectation and misconception, especially because while you saw your dad like established and he, he had money coming into him and stuff. So do you think that it would just be like instant or like what were your expectations coming into this whole entrepreneurship thing? Um, coming into this entrepreneurship thing, my expectations were solely based on on freedom, uh, Lynn. Um, mm. uh, regardless of um, how long it would take me to to reach that 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 point, but uh, that was the the whole purpose of me venturing into entrepreneurship because I've seen how um, depressed and sad uh, some people mm. get about Mondays and how excited <laughs> they get about Fridays, you know, and that roller coaster, yeah. mm. that roller coaster just wasn't what I was interested in. I just wanted to ask, um, so like we've, we've discussed like what kind of mindset you need to be in in, in terms of entrepreneur. It's something that's, um, it's, very, it's, it, 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 it's, it's very draining but it's also very rewarding. Um, the idea yeah. of taking on the concept on its own and being your own person is, is super important in terms of like gives you a lot of freedom and especially if you're doing something that you love it can be very rewarding in terms of like you actually wanted to go to work and being willing to put in that effort because uh it's something that you really enjoy um so we, we have talked about things like mindset but at the end of the day a lot of people would be like okay fine fair enough um there's, there's something i see that i may want to do there's something that i see that i would love to be involved in uh, but as you already, as you already alluded to, uh, the number one thing is the barriers to entry. Like the number one thing that people think about is what type of investment, upfront investment, do I have to go look? How, how what kind of upfront investment do I need in order to be able to uh, get myself into that industry? Um, so, in terms of like taking the risk and taking uh, and taking the plunge. Um, what do you feel is um, at what point? How how do you, how do you how do you evaluate uh, the points in time where you have okay fine um, here um, maybe the upfront investment is something I can manage uh, versus someone who versus versus um, something whereby okay fine at this point in time I maybe I do not have enough cash capital or I do not enough have enough uh, experience in the industry for me to actually go ahead and try it. How I gauge things right mm-hmm. is. Um, I, I usually begin very small. So if I'm interested in um, having a butchery or having a, a, a bakery, for instance, right? instead yeah. of me stressing about the risk of um, having to pay rent for uh, this, this bakery, having to buy machinery, what I do is I start small by getting your your cupcake trays from your or whatever local shop you 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 have, um, and then uh, getting your raw materials and testing out the market with your close friends yeah. or the your neighborhood there, right? Mm-hmm. And then from there, that's when you can gauge the type of risks and benefits that this organization, um, this potential business might, might might have. It's easier to gauge when you've started small, I guess. Yeah. 
I, I, I just love that point. I mean, a lot of people get involved in businesses without doing the appropriate market research prior to actually getting involved full in, right? So you, you definitely need to be able to see um, what, what exactly the market's like, what's your demand, where, how, how, how much, what you can be, you should be able to say, project, okay, based on this and this information, uh, I'll be able to probably get this much money and therefore the upfront okay. investment will actually be worth my, worth my time. Um, so like, do you, exactly. do, do, do you feel like, especially like in, in terms of like investment culture and entrepreneurship culture in, in Southern Africa right now, do you feel like, um, do you feel like people, I feel, okay, personally, I, I had always, I was also the belief that it's not, there are not that many people who, uh, go into that. They don't, they don't, they don't look at those, those aspects of it first. And it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not within a lot, a lot, a lot of people don't actually uh, experience that part. Is there a lot of uh, places whereby you could also you could easily get uh, be able to get market research data or things like that, things that would be able to help you or like because like we know that a lot of the governments, uh, a lot of the government um, programs right now are trying out there trying to help entrepreneurs and trying to help people actually move forward and build businesses. So. Are those are those things readily provided to as uh -huh. provided to you as an entrepreneur on the ground? Uh, would you say that there is that support whereby you be able to be able to get access to all this information and be able to say judge whether or not your business is really worth it? In this in this day and age, um, this information is is there on the internet. Um, you you can go anywhere to 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 do your market research on on on, on anything this, these day and ages. But 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 is are those sources trustworthy? Like with the internet, Diana. Like why? Like especially in places like Botswana, I feel like both statistics Botswana should have these things freely available, you know, to people to do research and you know stuff like that. The, the thing, I think the problem with a lot of these, especially like African countries, is like process and procedure. You have to go through so much red tape just to get assistance, to get financial help, to talk to the right people. You know, there's this thing of having hierarchy a lot in these structures. So, yeah, that's um, interesting. For me, I feel, for me, Lynn, I feel uh, that um, that mentality of saying you or, or needing re relying a lot on on the government is not the right thing for us because uh -huh. a lot of people a lot of young people are should i say too lazy to actually step out of of the comfort zone because they are waiting for 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 the government to sponsor them whatever funding to, 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 to come their way and not actually making that initiative to to start. I feel you. So, so let me ask you. That, that for me has to change before we can say the government is... Uh, is the problem. Mm -hmm. Okay. I feel you on that one. So, so let me ask you. You guys are talking about like this mentality, this entrepreneurship mentality and everything i feel like we need to talk about like hustle culture like mm -hmm. we're, um like one of our, our past episodes the african retirement plan we we're talking about you know how we put so much pressure on ourselves because we're trying to build up the wealth we're trying to take care of our families we're trying to make sure you have um the health care you're trying to make sure the medical aid everything is coming together you know there's so much expectation on us as young people already so how how, how how do you do how do you build up a business how do you take the risk in entrepreneurship when you have all these other things like hanging over you i'd, I'd like to say say this before i, I go into that mm. um the hustler's mentality and the consumer mentality we have I think it's not only in Southern Africa, but in Africa as a whole, um, mm. is that we we see ourselves as inferior to the other races. Mm. So that for me is a major concern that I'm seeing. Yeah. If, if Tobo is to begin, uh, start a, a, a business today and um, uh, James from America, is to start another next door. 
um, people in our neighborhood are more likely to go and buy from James rather than Oh, uh, yeah. local exactly. Okay, so yeah, I'm on. I'm on. I go. I go and tell like in a climate like ours, where like Africa is built on this thing where it's foreign companies that are coming in, and like you said, we have a habit of trusting them more because we do feel like there's that hierarchy or now inferior to them. So then, how do you build up a business? You know, one of like the one that you're describing, no blue about accounting and stuff like that. There's already there's like firms that exist in places like Botswana, you know, huge companies that come in mm-hmm. with all these different kinds of services. So how do you like step out? Like how do you even like navigate a climate like that the way i did it is because i was so i was immersed in this particular industry i mm-hmm. learned the ins and outs of 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 that industry right so yeah. uh venturing out and um getting other clients what i did was i did not target your high end uh businesses because mm. uh because these are the businesses that are uh uh spear uh, uh, uh targeted by your larger organizations so i was targeting your bar owner who who is the one responsible for doing his own bookkeeping own taxes i was the mm. one I was targeting your saloon owner who, who who's the one receiving who's the one paying you know because mm. I noticed that a lot of these um SMMEs uh were were not doing uh things properly and um accounting wise or bookkeeping wise yeah. Yeah. This this um created uh, a bad image for them. That is why um for instance they would complain that we are not getting funding from but not mm. understanding why they aren't getting that funding. Okay. I really like that. I really like that you went like you you went for people like people you wouldn't even know Well, because you went for the everyday man and you just you, you've included them and Rubantala Sadie as well. It's not like you, you get what I'm saying. I really really love that. I really love that. Um so wait, so so earlier you you you're talking about like obviously not relying on the government and you're talking about you know you want to assist like the everyday man and obviously these are also people who I assume are within like your your network of people. So yeah, I know my question is how so do you like building up these businesses and all of work that helps? Is there are there mentors baba like or are you doing all of this on your own? Um that that's a very good question. Um the reason I actually ventured um uh, into the small businesses was it's easier for you to to shadow um shadow someone you see as a mentor if they own a, an organization that I'd I'd uh, consider a small organization I'd give you an uh, an example by asking you this question who do you think would um would be easier to 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 shadow if uh, if uh, if it was um um Steve Jobs who had uh Apple computers in his garage versus a Steve Jobs who has uh, uh an Apple incorporated uh 500 billion dollar Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's so, it's definitely the guy in his garage. <laughs> hey, so for me, so for me the mentorship um issue I feel uh if you, I feel following or shadowing um other owners or other business owners on the come up is actually a good uh program and initiative which other people can to to grow their their their, their business acumen. 
so so also like what i'm hearing is that like you're you're starting with these businesses high and then you're leaving them there it sounds like you actually want to grow with them it sounds like you're trying to build relationships that can go the distance mm-hmm. the 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 my, my first client as a as a an accounting firm uh was actually a small school that uh did things in a peculiar way you know they handled cash they they didn't have proper procedures when they were doing payments so when i actually engaged them i got it yeah when i actually engaged and uh, um helped them um things started turning up for them they they actually started collecting more more from the school fees and from and this is actually this actually um this actually made made my my day you know seeing being able to contribute to 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 something um worthwhile mm. Mm. i can imagine that Let me let, let me ask, right? So we're talking about like investment culture and all of that, I get. So, now let me ask you like in you like attempted to start these business uh, businesses up and everything. Is that like your immediate circle of people? Khona like any like investment like I don't know, like people you can actually team up with within your circle of people within the network that you already have. Do you have support from the people around you? Um I'd say the support is there uh but not as as much as one would like it right um mm. the culture we have here uh, is you find that um uh your friends actually talk behind your back and say oh he thinks he's made it in life he thinks he's got this and Damn. that no. Yeah, without actually really supporting supporting you mm. and uh, pushing your, your business, eh? So, so that mentality, what about African business is a thing? Like, banana babata who like the. Sorry, you were Sorry, saying. Can you say that? No, I was saying, Kore, like it's it's a it's an actual thing that. Like this whole African thing, or we are very jealous people. It's very hard for us to encourage each other. Um, is that that is actually something that you have experienced? Hey, because um, we've been we've been scrambling for for scrums uh, for for so long, right? We, mm. we, we this has actually been ingrained into into our, our mentality and system. Oh, I really like how you put that. The fact that we've been scrambling for so long. Mm. I really like that. The fact that we're going for all the, the scraps because Khape, like you were saying we are we've somewhat been depicted as inferior. So whatever we do get, we fight over it because you what exactly. the you, like yeah, you want it to be your own thing. So yeah, how how then do you show your worth to people? How do you get people to buy into the business ideas you have? How do you get people to actually pay you your worth? Um if the quality is right mm. if if professionalism is there um there there there's no doubt that um you you you'd get the right clients paying paying the 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 amount you you, you need you mm. you're offering mm. Yeah, so it's 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 a reputation thing. You need to build it up. The product, the service, it needs to be a hundred percent. Exactly. Okay, so when I'm on, when I uh, talk, you know what? I keep calling you by the nickname I call. It's fine. Monaring, how do you um do you give out like friends and family discounts? Because this is Africa. You know how we do. <laughs> <laughs> Um I actually don't. Um wow, savage like straight to the point. But it's important. When I have to deal with 
When I have to deal with um, uh, family and friends, right? Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is actually this is actually one one of uh, the, the 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 rules that that I I always put in in the types of in the businesses I start. If you are dealing with uh, 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 someone you are you 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 know personally, you actually uh, let another member of the business handle the 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 the, the, the account. Mm, okay. Mm. Okay, I understand. I feel you on that one. Actually, I I get so that. Like my, you, you, if my mom was was to come, he he he, she won't be dealing with me. She'd be dealing with uh, uh, one of the the guys there. Okay, I feel you on that one. So Yano, how how? How do you deal with the doubts? Like, obviously, you could doubt yourself, but then people, like like you're saying, sometimes your immediate circle doesn't really support you. How do you surpass that? How do you, that whole mindset, how do you get over it? Kana, you just, you just grit your teeth and you push through it. I just grit my teeth and push through it, Lynn. As long wow. as I I have the push and the, 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 the why, why I'm doing this, um, everything else is is on the peripheral. Okay, I feel you on that one. I feel you on that one. Okay, so sorry, we're, we're getting to the point where we're wrapping up the show. But I wanted to ask you, like, why do we have this mentality? Wahore, we look down on people who work the nine to five nine to five life. You know, like we we we. Like not everybody can be a boss. Like not everybody even wants to be a boss. Not everybody wants to own their own thing. So why honestly that mentality where we look down on people who work that nine to five? I don't feel that that um, that is really the case because uh, you find that. The people you are referring to are actually the people working the nine to five. So, so wait. So, what do you, what do you mean? So, it's the nine to five people who are who look down on Judging the entrepreneurs. The five. Hey, hey. Oh, is the nine to five? Hey, I, I, I don't I don't know if you if you're getting me. Yeah, I think I got it. Sorry, I think I got a little confused there. <laughs> really? Okay, I feel you. I feel you. So I know, but guys, not like we can't all be like competing and judging each other for the lanes we're choosing. So I know, like, how do we, can we even encourage each other and stay in our lanes at the same time? It, this, I feel, is, um, is um, a decision one has to take. You know, there are certain people who are comfortable with um, living life, living life um, as a middle class, having a nine to five, uh, having to go home to a wife who who has uh, uh, a wife and uh, three kids, you know, Um, and that Mm. shouldn't be. A problem, I guess. We're not built the same. Yeah. Everyone, everyone chooses uh, their path in life. Mm. Mm. I feel you on that. Yeah, like we're all we're all brought to to different scenarios through different circumstances. Like you said, when I was part of the fact that the way you were brought up in the home you grew up in, like it's so many different influences that we go through. It's really really dope to actually see what this is something you wanted like since way back way when you were a kid, and it's something you've actually come to actualize. Like I actually take my hat off to you because you have like committed to this entrepreneurship life and i did i didn't realize this like i say like, like me and tobo are old friends but i didn't know like this is like a whole lifestyle mentality like work for it i did not realize this i thought th- i thought you were like a side hustle person i didn't know 
you were about that life. The 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 the, the time is going in. Um, the the clock of life is ticking, and it doesn't <laughs> stop. I feel you on that one. So wait, so so like I said, we're trying to wrap this up. So what does like? What are the things that every young startup entrepreneur should know, like according to you? Can you say that again? Like, what are the things that every startup like entrepreneur should know? Like, how similar this whole like entrepreneur business journey? Like, what what to you? What are the key things that they should know? One is um, they need to know that. Um, a lot of work is put into this. Mm. This means that um, you're going to have your sleepless nights. You're going to have days where you have a negative thirty uh, or thirty rand in your bank account, and it's month end, and uh, you, your employees are looking at you. Uh, to 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 find the ways to 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 pay them, you know. Yeah. They they they, they should be 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 ready to deal with such um, such uh, circumstances, you know. But yet again, they 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 shall reap if they commit to 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 to. To, to this thing, they will reap uh, the benefits of uh, having to 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 decide whether you want to go to work or not, um, and having financial security. I guess at the end mm. of it all. Mm. Okay, so yeah, no, let, let me ask you this: now that now that you you have started up your business and all of that. How do you judge your business's growth? For you, like, what were the things that you saw where you felt like, okay, Hoha, I'm growing, like, this is going somewhere? Um, I've actually, I actually do not judge it by monetary, monetary terms, right? Mm. I actually judge my growth or the growth of the, the business in the impact it's actually made on on the clients we 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 we, we have mm, so i love that seeing 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 an organization which which didn't have anything and um helping it to a point where um banks can look at their 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 statements and actually consider them um, is actually one thing I feel uh, has um, or determines the growth of 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 this these businesses. Mm, I feel you on that one. <sighs> wow. Okay. Monsieur, do you do you have any questions or anything to say before I ask Tobo this like one last question? What's your thought at this point? Um, no, uh, actually, you know what? I mean, the, the 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 what what he brings up is actually very important in terms of like, uh, especially as a business and starting a business, um, your ability to gain capital is super important and. Um, I think we should actually definitely have like maybe we might actually have to bring you on one time one more time to talk about just generally what people need to do in terms of like uh, accounting and stuff like that uh, in order to make sure they're able to uh, be able to, uh, to, 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 to you know to be able to actually uh, keep the books in order and things like that like uh, some aspects of it of like okay if you really want to be evaluated by by business and being able to get a loan and things like that these are very important things uh, for a business of any kind to be yeah. able to uh, to do um, and yeah yeah and, and, and just being savvy and knowing about how how exactly to prepare your books and making your books good and things like that because that's super important for any person any person who's trying to start a business but either way um with regards to just entrepreneurship in general um i would 
just uh, like I think I think I think for me uh, it's super important that um, as Southern Africans it's we we get to a point whereby we're out here supporting your local businesses and being able to if you're not starting a business make sure that maybe you're investing in a business because um, I think a lot of people a lot of people a lot of people think that okay fine maybe I'm not an entrepreneur but you can also be someone who invests in invest in someone and gives them that extra capital in order for them to be able to 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 to, to start it start start in uh, in, in the market uh, and it's super important that um, when you when you when your family member comes to you like oh man I'm looking to start this business I mean if it has good if it if it has good it's a good idea and there's a, there's an addressable market then definitely it's something even if you're not a even if you're a 95 person it's super important for you to try and um also put investments in other different places and as we always say i mean you at the end of the day being a 95 it just doesn't pay the bills these days but for everyone you have to you have to diversify your portfolio uh even if it's if you're not even if it's not being an entrepreneur uh diversify your portfolio in any what way you can and try and make sure that you are investing not only in your in yourself but investing in southern africa as a whole but otherwise that's about it okay so tobo like for you like i want to know like what's like what's next for you like if people are looking for these services from you like what what what's what's next like how do people reach you if they need these services you know like parting words i guess okay um if uh you guys need any of um, our accounting services um you can um forward your 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 request to um that is uh t m text.bookkp at gmail.com Could you come again with that? One more Can time? you just repeat that? And, uh, that's tm text.bookkeeping okay. How do you spell the text? Is that T-A-X? <laughs> yes, yes. T-A-X. Okay. So, guys, we, we're going to pass on their contacts. We're going to put him in contact we're gonna push him we'll have a whole bio on him to explain exactly who he is what he does but guys like now he's like this like businessman and everything but to me he'll always be you know that scrawny kid that i used to play with in primary school <laughs> oh my goodness Tobo, i'm so thankful i'm so grateful that you came on and you talk and you 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 hung out with us and you gave us a bit of light into what you do and exactly what it takes to be an entrepreneur in southern africa and in botswana you know so um i think the message comes across quite clear guys it's the hustle it's the grind it's the come up um like i think Tobo like probably gave like the best quote for this entire episode he said you know when you pray for rain you need to be willing to deal with the mud so there's glory but there's guts so you get through it you reap what you sow you know um ultimately like we're living in a generation where you're constantly being told see the bag get the bag secure the bag you know that's the mentality you need to have whether you're working your nine to five whether you're in that hustler you know beast mode you know it's big ups to you it's keep doing what you need to do um there's definitely so much more we could have talked about guys so much more and i think we're, we're actually gonna have Tobo come back i will twist his arm and get him to come back and give us more <laughs> like financial smarts and how to deal with businesses how to handle money um I'm actually looking forward to that, but we'll plan an episode for that. Um, guys, thank you so much. If you've reached the end of this episode, thank you so very much for sticking through with us. Um, thank you so much to Tobo for coming on and being our guest today. I am so grateful. Um, if 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 you're looking to contact us, if you're looking to reach out to us, looking to partner, collaborate with us, guys, you can find us on Gmail. It's bantuborn at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter. It's bbwr underscore. We're on Facebook now. We officially have a Facebook page that's up and running. Bantuborn Western Raised. Find us. Um, we're trying to interact as much as possible with people and trying to collaborate. Um, you can find us on Instagram as well. Follow us. Share us. Subscribe. 
subscribe, tell your friends about us. Um, let's push the Southern African culture awareness. It's current affairs. Today we talked about the hustle, its history, its heritage. Um, thank you guys so much for chilling and hanging out with us. This is Bantu Born, Western Raised, and we are signing out.